season three, episode 18. Hello, darkling. <laughs> no, can we do that again? I want to say it together. Oh, <laughs> episode three, uh, season three, episode 18. Hello, darkling. darkling. Dark. What? What? This episode is simply entitled Darkling. Darkling, have you missed me? Have you missed us, dear Meredith? Yes, hello, Meredith. Hello, Meredith. We should start every episode with hello, Meredith. Hello, Meredith. (laughs) Did you miss us? It's been two weeks. It's been such a such a long let's not tell them in our time how how we're recording this yeah it's been two weeks we haven't seen each other we haven't spoken so much has happened for some reason we're still for some reason we're still talking about the um the drag race episode from the second week of february (laughs) but yeah don't think about it it too hard who's your fave wait which so what are you catched up on on the drag race this is our opening tangent our opening tangent (laughs) is drag race from three weeks ago which we haven't done an opening tangent about drag race from several weeks ago in a very long time well i mean new season new life you know that's true well two new seasons are you watching us and uk yes it's absolute chaos it is chaos no idea there's just (laughs) I feel like because the U.S. one has just five extra people, yeah. it is so, like, because yeah. you feel like the U.K. one, like, it's getting tough. They're, like, thinning the pie. Yes, yeah. Whereas yeah. the U.S. one, it's like, who is There's Tina so many... Burner and why is she still here? Oh, boy. There's so many people. And also, um, maybe it was three weeks ago now, but at some point there was the reveal that Rosé is Scottish. And I was just like, I'm sorry, I can't. Can't keep track of this as it is. It was it was in her it was in her little song. Yeah, raise that glass to a bonnie lass. She's a fashion clown, witty, uh, pretty vocals down. <laughs> I just really enjoyed the Denali. I think about the Denali um, verse of phenomenon a lot. Icy, spicy for you. I'm too pricey. Triple lots on these sluts because I like it rough. <laughs> Incredible. Um, is she the first? Is she the first Alaskan contestant? I have no idea. I don't know. I'm in, Is I'm she intrigued. from Alaska? She's from Alaska. Because I was I like, she was is from she Chicago. Because can- I was like, is she Canadian? And then I looked it up and she's from Alaska. And I was like, well, that explains it. Um, I think she is from Chicago, but she, she's... she's like a working girl in Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of people being from a place. <laughs> yes. Um, did you know that the Vivian is from Colwyn Bay? Where? Uh, in, in North Wales, the Vivian is Welsh, or she was born there. At least. I <gasps> How know. How controversial! Scandalous! How controversial! <laughs> she took it for the girls. Because I she... saw someone someone say that Tace was the second Welsh competitor, and I was like, "Who the who the fuck was the first? You see, one? that <laughs> seems like it's erasing the um. That seems like it's yeah. erasing her success, and I don't appreciate that. <laughs> I, She's I one of the girls. Yeah, I mean, I... We have to root for yeah. her. She's from here. I mean, I, I... Yeah. She's from Newport. It's... I'm... Yeah. I'm thrilled with her uh, Her dragon dress. It's great. I'm thrilled. She's great. Obviously, she's she great. She inspires the nation. She does. <laughs> she does. Let me ask you a question. Yes, please. Um, do you like your lentil soft... I, bing, I, bing, bang, bong. Oh. <laughs> I just, I'm obsessed with Bimini Bamboolesh's oh. purse. Just out of nowhere. Out incredible. of absolutely nowhere. <laughs> just like. I, 
I had such an inaccurate initial impression of Bimini. Oh, yeah. 100%. I, 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 yeah, I am, I love her. She's amazing. <laughs> I'm thrilled that it's that like, what if incredible. a football hooligan was a drag queen? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was it. But what does it mean? <laughs> amazing. Yeah, no, amazing. Incredible. 10 out of 10. To, I need to watch that again because I've only watched, I've, I've had the chorus stuck in my head, obviously, as the entire nation has. I controversially have not, but oh, that's well because I'm good at not having anything in my head. Because <laughs> you're a little baby. Because I'm a little baby and I don't know tunes. <laughs> the only tunes I know are show tunes, baby. <laughs> I'm baby Ethel Merman. Everything's goo 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 gaga. Um, yeah. I, I, well, I, yeah. So I'm not up to date on either of the drag races. I think I might even be two weeks behind in U.S. drag race. Nothing not... is happening in you. Um, did you watch the improv? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was last week. It's okay. it's really getting like that. There are too many people. Yeah, there's so many people. Yeah, there's anyway. too many. It's such a oh anyway but but yeah I I really like um, there are so many people it, even though it's quite a small group now in the UK cast I I'm I, I just really like a lot of them <laughs> I just really like a yeah, lot of them truly uh, it's great it's great honestly when Tia Coffee was up for elimination again me and Cash were sat there on the edge of our yeah. seats. And I literally was shouting, she is the only one we care about. She can't <laughs> I, go. She is the only one we care about. I love her so much. And she, what, I mean, she did such a good job. That a was, blessed angel. What a, yeah, what a performance. I, I don't, I can't remember anyone else ever doing what she did. Where she was just like, she just carried on lip syncing. <laughs> like, like, not lip syncing, but she carried on performing. Like, she, like the song was going to end when she was ready for it to end. <laughs> Do you remember this? Absolutely not. I was oh, okay, too well. emotionally drained, you know? <laughs> no, at the end, she just stayed in a position and kept, like, posing at the judges. And Joe Black was just kind of standing there, like, not doing anything anymore because the song was like, over. I don't know why they brought in Joe Black and then were like, bye. Oh, bye. Thank so you for coming. So unfortunate. Yeah. And, like, all of her looks were going to be exponentially better than anything yeah. else that these girls brought. But they were just like, we can't have, you're not going to take it 100% earnestly. We oh, cannot so have you. That was so uncomfortable. That whole, oh, yeah. I mean, obviously the there's, been, is there's been a lot of capital D discourse, as there should have been, because, boy, was that a fucking hell of a... <laughs> hell of a take on everything that was going on from, from we were we were joking that um basically <laughs> rupaul had just experienced two weeks of quarantine in a in a london hotel which was oh. maybe not maybe not up to rob said um he can imagine her finding out that you can only get um oh, uh, my front oh. door <laughs> oh my god i don't know if that's going to be on the recording but it was real loud through my headphones <laughs> Someone breaking into Sam's house. Do, do, do. Uh, I should say something. I um. <laughs> Sorry. It's my package. Yay! Hold on. Yay. This is the moment of truth. I'm excited. I think As this is fabric. This pink matches this pink. It is fabric. Oh, yes. Yes. Hold on. <laughs> this pink oh, matches this pink. Fantastic. 
Oh my goodness. Okay, I'm gonna go wash my hands. <laughs> okay. Oh dear. Um. Well, it's already been nine minutes. We're doing better than we were last episode. <laughs> last episode was real short and sweet, snappy, keeping it tight. I hope that people are happy to be along with us for the ride. Okay, hi. Hi, I'm very excited that you got your fabric. Thank you. Um, what a journey that has been trying to match the pink of that organza to like a chiffon of the same color oh, has wow. been. Yeah. This is the second time I've been like ordering fabric to match it and just, Hoping never mind. Anyway, I ordered some fabric this morning. Oh, exciting. You have had such a morning. I've had I've had quite a morning. I got up pretty early. Um yeah, you'll be very excited. <laughs> I see your hot pink organza tool and chiffon and raise you five yards of black flannel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean on brand, realistic, yeah. <laughs> you know? It makes I'm gonna, sense. I'm gonna make a dressing gown and it's gonna be made out of black flannel. <laughs> Have fun. I want a flannel dressing gown, and I'm excited about having one for, for very much practical reasons. And then I want to make a fun dressing gown. But that's that's a something for the future. A fun dressing gown. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Well, you know how to gather tool now. So. <laughs> In theory. Ga- gather? Gather. <laughs> oh anyway. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't know RuPaul how much of... figuring out that yeah. room service. Oh, yeah, realizing that after midnight, you can only get microwave personal pizza from room service <laughs> sorry i've i've really ruined that joke what but it, would it was rupaul very... be doing up after midnight actually that's a good question <laughs> she's a hundred uh yeah no, no you she make had her facelift and she was like yeah. i'm gonna recover for two weeks in london yeah <laughs> yeah 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 i'm sure she wasn't staying in like the kensington marriott or whatever but i just imagine her being like what is this level of service <laughs> like just like not used to i assume hotels. she owns a property here oh she probably does as somebody who has a fracking empire and a ranch <laughs> i the the idea that she doesn't own a home in london seems i hadn't even thought about that is that that yeah she probably does and she's that fracking seem, money it doesn't seem like she's here that much though she's often here though she loves london yeah she <laughs> She we came all to love see Patty London. We love London. We all love London. Do you? What's your favorite London story? <laughs> um, oh, do I have any interesting London stories? I'm not sure I do. What's your favorite London story? Um, this is not an interesting story, but I once bought this pair of boots. Um, no, they were like stilettos. They were these gorgeous black PVC stilettos from um dune but i bought them in selfridges on sale oh um and i was like it took me about three years to figure out that they weren't like like horizontal straps they were a crossover strap with an ankle strap on them (laughs) after i had been wearing them for three years being like these are very loose i don't know what's going on (laughs) I did that with a pair of dungarees for a while once. I, I was just like, God, these straps are really loose. And like, I'm quite log in the torso. It's kind of weird. I don't have this problem usually. And then I was like, oh, they're they're also wrinkled because they're supposed to be crossover straps. <laughs> anyway, um, I don't know that I have any interesting London stories. 
It's um, not an interesting place, to be fair. <laughs> it's um, it's not for me. Remember that time I did my show in London and they hated it? <laughs> they hated it! Anyway, I'm glad that London is over. Uh, long live, I guess, the Midlands. Yeah, long live the Midlands, absolutely. <laughs> anyway, um, so they're in orbit above some explorers on an explorer planet or whatever. Now we're talking about Voyager. We're done drag. Yeah. We're not talking we're about back. drag race now. Just we're on clarify. the episode. We're on the episode. And Janeway has to like, listen to like a travel guy who has the same haircut as her. Um, yeah. <laughs> she looks really bored to be honest. Yeah, I, truly, not... I hate dating too, Janeway. I hate dating. <laughs> yeah. It um, was very bad. I truly, I put, like, I, I changed my Tinder bio. I changed my Tinder bio. And it truly has, like, a section that's just, like, please do not talk to me if you listen to the Joe Rogan experience. Uh, or any of the extended universe of that show. Like, good. I just, the amount of men who are, like, yeah, sometimes I skip an episode. I'm, like, you should never oh, skip boy. an episode of a podcast. What are you doing? I, I skip a lot of episodes of some of the podcasts I listen to because sometimes I can't cope when podcasts that are hosted by people whose opinions I respect have guests that are just like cishet male comedians. Oh, like <laughs> whom? Like, like a whom? Um, I often You can skip, beep it out. I, I genuinely cannot remember the name of a single one of these men, but I often skip episodes of Why Won't You Date Me when it's a man... <laughs> I, yeah. I I always give it a try, but if if it's been a few minutes and I'm like, this is a no. straight man who has opinions that he thinks are valuable, and and he's wrong about that. This is this is someone who who has given all the chances in life, and now he's here. I have heard some. Actually, I shouldn't even say straight men. Just like I have heard some some absolutely jaw dropping things from men on that show. <laughs> I understand that she's inviting people to give. I like how I say I've heard, as if I'm personally the only person who's privy to these You're conversations. The, I don't. I don't. Nobody else listens to them. It's just I like just, our podcast. It's just for me, yeah. you, and Nicole Byer. Yeah, I know that she's the 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 pretense is that she's asking people to help her understand why she's single. Yeah. But I, I think that some people should have a little more self-reflection about whether they have anything that is actually useful to say about that or about relationships in general. <laughs> anyway. You're coming out with some hot takes today. Yeah, I, I absolutely love that podcast. Um, but sometimes sometimes I can't with the with the men on it. But anyway. Yeah. I was kind I of see the same. spicy for you I'm too pricey. I was <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I was kind of the same with baby geniuses when they had guests, so I often would just skip the, I, I would listen to the rest of the episode, but I would skip forward through them interviewing some man I'd never heard of about something that I wasn't interested in. Anyway, I'm a misandrist. Cancel me. Yeah, cancel, cancel, cat. Anyway, Zaheer is um, Kess's friend, and he threatens the lodge owner, um, and he could choke me to death. <laughs> On the holodeck, Gandhi and I assume... He's a real Jared Leto type. It's <laughs> Um, I don't know what that means, but we, I just I, thought he looked like Jared Leto, but I'm not very good at recognizing human faces. So. And my mother just sent me a text. Oh. Um, my Oh, my phone. I spilled tea on my phone. And now for some reason, the bottom left-hand corner constantly thinks I'm clicking on it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I can't really do much oh, with no. it, but I'm thinking of just keeping it like that until society reopens and I start working again because yeah. I don't really like, I don't really need to have a functioning phone 
Like it's not like it's it's really just keeping me from staring at it. So it's like it's better for my mental health. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Anyway, on the holodeck, Gandhi and Lord Byron are talking about sex. And the doctor is um, trying to improve his personality. Gandhi, um, sorry, Gandhi and Lord Byron is a buddy comedy I would not pay to watch. <laughs> just just putting that out there. Wait, should we pretend we're doing Gandhi? Which one would you be? You be Gandhi, I'll be yeah, Lord I was, Byron. I was going to say, I think that between the two of us, I'm more Gandhi and you're more Lord Byron. <laughs> because you of them love are. doing offensive accents. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> double cancelled on this episode. <laughs> if you could comb through history and um, pick out pick out personality traits of different people, who would they be? If I could comb through history, yeah, I'd you could start... comb. I don't know why it's If a I could comb. comb through history, I'd start with Fidel Sassoon, really get my really get my hair game on point. Get one of those blunt <laughs> yeah. bangs that yeah. he loved. Can you imagine me with any Fidel Sassoon haircut? <laughs> yes. <laughs> if Thank I feel you. like I feel like he would really have to like cater it to your lifestyle. <laughs> but that's such a read. I love it. I mean, it's not really a read. It's more like realistic. Yeah, like, yeah. In what world are you going to have an asymmetrical bob and keep that asymmetrical bob? Oh, truly, there is. He's no setting world. you up for failure. If really if Vidal Sassoon was like, do this to you, that would be that would be rude. That would be rude. Oh, <laughs> uh, remember when I had a bowl cut? Possibly not, because I never styled it. <laughs> so it was not necessarily clear that I had a bowl cut. Anyway, you could say. if you could comb through history and <laughs> pick up personality traits from historical figures, what would you pick? Okay, I would like to be as quick as Joan Rivers, because she's, like, very quick. Um, naturally as charismatic as Pearl Bailey, because she's just, like, effervescent and radiant in everything she does. And I would like the giant eyelashes of Carol Channing. <laughs> this is a great, great combination of traits. Raspberries! <laughs> what, a, what a better... What better... <laughs> What better personality trait than long eyelashes? Yeah. I ask of you. Who would you pick? I ask pick? of you, Meredith. <laughs> All of you Meredith out there. Who would you there? pick? Madeline Albright? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Madeline. Technically Madeline still alive. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> historical figures. I think in school I was asked what historical figure I would like to meet, and I said Emily Dickinson. Oh. Um... I feel like we've already talked about Emily Dickinson on this podcast. Why would that have been? Did she come up in an episode of Voyager? I have no idea. Anyway. um, (laughs) Cass is like, wow, these people, the doctor. Uh, And the doctor is like, slow up, girl. He's a playboy. (laughs) And they're like... We've learned that Cass and Neelix have broken up in the scene where, like, I assume in the scene where she was possessed by an alien, but they took that, like, literally? Yes, I was confused about that as well. I'm pleased you said that, because I wrote a note where I was just like, did I forget that they broke up? Like, because I didn't think that they actually broke up in that episode. Yeah. But maybe maybe they were just like, we've just got to have these people not together anymore because it's boring, so we'll we'll just reference it in this episode and move move swiftly along also you could do that really easily in the 90s when people were not watching tv like people were watching tv as it was on <laughs> so, you could get away with a lot of it well speaking of things i get away with i didn't even mention this in the last episode i don't think but they're like shocked to see a borg cube in the last episode even though two episodes ago they found a dead borg on a planet <laughs> it's just like what okay it's just like what a borg cube in the delta quadrant how 
I think they were more surprised that it was like right there. Oh yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of. I just had a flashback to my husband having the same conversation with me about this. <laughs> it's just like I think I think there's cause for surprise anyway. <laughs> anyway, oh dear. Um. um oh. Oh. It's is skip that... intro. <laughs> yeah, is that the end of the cold open? Okay. I'm jumpsuit aficionado and romantic whisper expert, Sam Hickman. And I had one small salad, Cat Deerfield. <laughs> and this is... Talking about Star Trek Voyager, it's Cat and it's Sam, they are two friends, women. One small salad. <laughs> New podcast title. Why would you even bother? <laughs> I know. I was like, for what purpose, Belana? Was she? Does she, Does Zahir have a friend? <laughs> is is that what we're learning? <laughs> oh dear. Um. Do you actually ever skip the intro? I usually do. I didn't this this time because the the cat was on my lap and I didn't want to reach for the mouse. Oh. <laughs> I'm usually disclosure. trying to think of something funny to say. Oh, I often do leave it playing while I try to think of my introduction. But we're artists. <laughs> we're ar- Meredith. We're artists. <laughs> anyway, in sick bay, the doctor is giving Balana a talking to, and he's trying out one of his new personalities. Um, have you ever been seduced by a medical professional? Uh, no. Have you? Yes, twice. <laughs> you could do never, a lot worse. He's a never doctor. at a place of work. I need to. There were no yeah. ethics violations. Yeah, I was they just about to say to be uh, <laughs> medical professionals. Yeah, can can we just address the fact that Bolana got exactly one parentheses one uh, episode of not being assaulted by someone? She got one episode off. <laughs> this is. Oh boy! Yeah, that's what she deserves. She really cannot catch a fucking break at the moment. Anyway, yeah. um, yes. Yeah, so Belana, <laughs> uh, Klingon's Belana lacking... is like, why mess with perfection? <laughs> well, Klingons lacking, and just in case anyone wants to know why the fuck we were talking about salad, Klingons don't have an enzyme that's necessary to eat vegetation from this planet. And Belana's like, I have an upset tummy, and the doctor's like, I told you not to eat vegetation, and then she says she had one small salad. And I thought that was very funny. Anyway. Beautiful. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. You go to the planet, you have the shore leave, you're going to eat a salad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it seems so innocuous. My question for you is, is this another episode directed by the guy who plays the doctor? Um, no, this episode was directed by Robert Duncan McNeil. Wow. Again? Yeah. Wow. Wait, unless really... that was the last episode? That Wait. was the last oh. episode. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Oh, boy. Oh, it's funny that I got this confused because we recorded these episodes so, so far long apart. ago. <laughs> We're uh, different people now. I don't, I don't think I noticed who, rec- who uh, directed this episode in that case. Spring has truly sprung, you know? <laughs> anyway, um, back on the planet, Kess and Zahir get romantic and they whisper at each They're other. They're having a nice stroll through a Christmas tree farm, it appears. Oh, truly. <laughs> Truly. And they're like, this was made 10,000 years ago. Yeah. And it's like, 
If it was made 10,000 years ago, who has been cleaning it in the interim? Because trees love to grow places. That's true. That's true. That's like forests for you. Anyway. (laughs) That's um, forests for you. (laughs) Kes asks him like truly like the most mundane question of like, what do you hope to leave behind? (laughs) Um, What do you hope to leave behind, Kat? (sighs) Self-doubt. I don't know. What do you hope to leave behind? Oh, God, I hope nothing. I hate forgetting stuff. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, Zahir could get it. Um, only minds. <laughs> only minds. Um, and they kiss. And oh, Wait, no, what? there's a strange... I don't know. I <laughs> can't remember. Anyway, Voyager is like... They beam up Cass and she's like... Hi. <laughs> <laughs> she's the doing- most pointless scene that has ever existed she's she just, doing like, a real turns. walk of fame isn't she she really is she's like i kissed a boy <laughs> honestly when i'm she, very jealous of her when she runs yes it, once it was early in the morning and i was being a boring person going to the grocery store early in the morning and uh what grocery store so this was when I lived in Cateau, so I was walking to the Sainsbury's on Woodville Road. Oh, fancy. Um, many years ago. And uh, yeah, it was early in the morning on like a Saturday or Sunday. And I saw some, someone, I don't even know, I don't even know her name. Uh, but I'm trying, how, yeah, is this story worth telling? Should I tell this story? Yeah, I mean, who tell is it? Do we know her? You, Do you, I know her? You don't know her. Um, okay, great. Well, just call her. I I'm a little bit afraid that that might actually be quite close to her name. I cannot I can't 100% remember what her name is. But you saw a colleague, a friend, an enemy. I it was a, a a colleague and acquaintance, not a colleague, someone I knew through a professional circumstance, shall we say. Anyway, she was very 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 rude to me once, and I do not actually remember what the story was now. I just remember that at a time I knew her because she was very rude to me at a professional event. Anyway, and I I saw her walking through this neighborhood that where I was pretty sure she didn't live because I'd not previously seen her around and and she I was quite far away and I just happened to see her and was like oh that's that that's that person and then um she she's just like really obviously leaving someone's house and she um she just like did a big smile to herself and then like did a few skips in the road <laughs> and I was like you know, good for you. Good she for got you. she got the good dick. Yeah, <laughs> it was such a weird because I I did feel genuinely like you know what good for her, but I was also like I wish that I was I wish I was witnessing this from a person who had been nicer to me. <laughs> oh, truly. Anyway, anyway, watching somebody else who has been mean to you or wronged you ever so slightly in the past yeah. get everything they deserve is um is rude. Is <laughs> yeah, rude. it's rude. It's rude. That man obviously <laughs> pulled out the good bone china. Am I right? <laughs> Like it was Christmas Day or Thanksgiving. I'm exactly. assuming she is a heterosexual. I I, I also assume that. <laughs> wow. Anyway. And when you assume, you make an ass. Uh, yeah, it's true. Anyway, uh, she runs into Tuvok and it, he's like, it's 3 a.m. You have a report due at 8. Um, Kes has been uh, missing out on work. Um, you know, it's a real dream girl situation where it's like, you've been tired. You've been rude. I've put up with your bitch and put up with your nagging. And yeah. you're getting fatter all the time. And Kes <laughs> is like, you lie, you lie. I've never been so thin. Um <laughs> 
Anyway, the doctor is troubled by her behavior. Uh, and she's unpredictable. Oh, no. And she's like, I'm three years old. I deserve to make my own decisions. <laughs> Same. Um, <laughs> everything's coming up. Woe is this for you and for me? <laughs> That's my baby Ethel Merman. She will appear every single episode from here on out. Oh my god. Uh, anyway. <laughs> what if that became the new horrible bit that nobody likes? No. Um, anyway, um, we've come a long way from the first episode. Kess doesn't live in a cave anymore. Uh, <laughs> but she goes and sees Janeway and she wants to bang Zaheer. Um <laughs> And and uh, she doesn't want to live her whole life on Voyager. She's really like, there's got to be something better than this. Um, sweet charity, Shirley MacLaine. Fosse. Anyway, um, <laughs> I would also like to make my life with Zaheer if he would have me. Um, back at the lodge, uh, Zaheer is guiding Tuvok through like like their tube map of the sector or whatever. Um, and he's in love with Kes. Um, and then Kes comes in and she has to work and they whisper at each other. Um, and then Zaheer goes for his dumb little government bullshit walk for his mental health in it. <laughs> and then he's pushed into a hole. Have you ever been pushed into a hole? I don't think so. Have you ever been pushed into a hole? I've had my hole pushed in. Yay! <laughs> anyway, and it's the Doctor Gasp. Um, the Doctor, um, he's evil. Oh no! America. What a phenomenal By concept. Yeah, yeah. Honestly. Well, it's very Jekyll uh, and Hyde, isn't it? The yes. Doctor. Yes. There you go. That's my contribution. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Zaheer is alive in sick bay later, and Bellana stops the Doctor from beaming down. Um, with Kess or whatever and then Bellana shows the doctor that he's created a monster because um, all the personalities he's chose have a quote unquote dark thread. Do you think you have a dark thread running through your personality? <laughs> I think it's just depression to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Ask, ask, asking that. Yeah. My hello. second question hello, is it's February 2021. <laughs> Shh, it's March. It's March. Happy St. David's Day. Happy International Women's Day, Kat. From us, two women. Yeah. Anyway, do you, my second question is, do you like it when people do like a Twitter thread, but then they use the emoji for the thread at the end? I'm not sure I know what you mean. They're like, they're like, here's a thread. And then they, the, and oh. then they use the little thread. Of, I like that. I think it's cute. I don't read Twitter threads because, um, I didn't come here to read. I came here to look at pictures. Um, <laughs> Agreed. Um, I anyway. don't think I've noticed people doing that, actually. Oh. I'm not on Twitter that much. I'm pretty much not on Twitter at all. Creatives love saying thread and oh. then putting a thread. Um, oh, wow. I must like, be missing out on that. I just, I'm very annoyed when people are like, this could not fit in the 180 characters, 120 characters that I am given, so I have to keep going. Um, anyway... <laughs> The doctor tries to deactivate himself and then fails in the hallway. Um, Janeway has a walk and talk with Tuvok. Um, and they come in and Balana is unconscious. Um, and then Janeway revives Balana, but it like doesn't really do anything. And then the doctor is like, have you seen Muppets Most Wanted? No. Okay. 
<laughs> in Muppets Most Wanted, there is Kermit, and then there is the evil Kermit, who is just Kermit, like a Kermit puppet with a with a mole, um, and he is like, I am Kermit. Uh, um, it's, it's that This really has that sort of vibe to it I would recommend everyone go watch Muppets Most Wanted I With Tina Fey I could be wrong here But I think that that trope is a reference To the original series of Star Trek Where there's oh. the there's an episode about The Mirror the mirror Universe Where yeah. sorry, I was, doing, I was doing air quotes but I really You were doing were a beautiful little bunny That was traveling across your screen <laughs> I love it when when bunnies come to visit. Bunnies visiting Little each other. Who hopping through the forest? Uh, what was I saying? You want a cockatoo? I can give it to you. Maybe no. we should end on that from Muppets Most Wanted. <laughs> that should be right. the end. The Mirror Universe. The Mirror the Universe. Mirror universe. Um, Have where... you gotten to that bit in Discovery? Spoiler alert! Oh shit! No, I haven't. Wait. Oh have well. I? Look out. Uh, maybe I have. There was a crystal. No. No. Wait, what? Not the time crystal with mud. Oh, that's a good episode. That is the a Gormorgander. Now I know what you're talking about. Now I know what you're. Uh, previously, I had uh, last episode. I had fucking no idea what you were talking about. I was like, <laughs> "What, Chris?" And then I was like, driving up to the allotment. No, no, last this is a yesterday. different episode. <laughs> yeah. Wait. What? No, I was talking about a compl- an entirely different episode. I was talking about the episode of Discovery where they're on that planet. And okay. Saru tries to um, sabotage them so that they can't leave because Oh, he's... yeah. No, I hated that episode. Oh, okay. It was sad. Um, and he goes like cuckoo crazy bananas. Yeah. And then uh, he like horse kicks someone in the chest. Just a small note. <laughs> With his hoof. Just a small note in case this has been bothering anyone. Um, uh, Discovery isn't set 100 years before the original series. It's set 10 years before the original series. Oh, interesting. I'm listening. Um, I'm I'm listening. I'm taking it in. Uh, I got my decimal is, plates wrong. This is relevant because there are, so far in what I've watched, several characters that are in both of those. Yeah, and but you we could, don't know how old they are. That's true, because some of them are Vulcans, and Vulcans live a long time. Um, uh, yeah, anyway, yeah. Um, why are we... What are we talking about? Oh, yeah, the Mirror Universe. The Mirror, the mirror Universe. Um, so in the Mirror Universe... Everyone has a goatee and they're evil. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's like a real... It's evil Abed. It's really like... It's exactly that. It's exactly yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's. But it. I, I anyway. But I think that trope originated in the original series. I have not Googled that. Maybe it didn't. Maybe it originated Let's somewhere else. Let's say that it did. I think it did. We're Star Trek aficionados. <laughs> People We're come experts. here for the facts. The facts. Yeah. That we make up. The alternative <laughs> facts, as some would say. I would not. We we would not. <laughs> I would. We would I not. would. When it comes to Star Trek, yes. <laughs> anyway, the doctor wakes up Belana and then threatens her and and he has a new personality. If you could change your personality, what would you change? Oh my gosh. Um <laughs> get rid of the overwhelming social anxiety and replace it with uh <laughs> charisma. Uh how about you? I am far too confident. <laughs> Like the amount of women who have, I, I would, I don't, I don't want to say women. The amount of people who have been like, "Wow, I wish I had your level of confidence," as like, as like a either a sincere comment or a very underhanded yeah, read. Yeah, I was gonna say that, and I absolutely don't register it as anything. I'm like, I know, 
Thank you. I, I genuinely wish I had your confidence. Um, but I can also very much see how that could be uh, delivered to you in a way that is very disingenuous. Not disingenuous. Dishonest. Dis- By strangers. Yeah, that's very By rude. Strangers. That's very rude. Anyway, um, here we are. Here we are. Um, the subroutines are degrading and the doctor does like a monologue. I feel like we should learn the monologue he oh, does and no. do it for like something. <laughs> so- anyway, he is um, acting. Um, yes, he is acting. Should we do an open mic where we just like somehow divide up and mutually deliver the the doctor's monologue from this episode? Yes, <laughs> and just not explain what we're doing. Yeah, we'll we'll really <laughs> ruin someone's open night. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be like the darkness. <laughs> It'll be really off brand for us it as individuals. Be. People will be like, "What is happening?" Anyway, oh uh, he like walks somewhere and he's stalking his prey. And I'm like, is the doctor Ew. a serial killer? And then he gets in the turbo lift with this woman. And then Tom Paris joins in the turbo lift. And for some reason, Tom Paris, the horn dog that is Tom of the Paris, um, Tom de Paris, as we would say, <laughs> the Emily in Paris of uh, Space Star Star Trek. Um, for some reason, he talks to the doctor instead of the attractive redhead in the turbo lift. That doesn't seem on brand. Well, we we're, we're seeing a new a new version of Tom at this stage. Absolutely not. He's trying to fuck. <laughs> anyway, the doctor goes to the holodeck. Back on the planet, they're trying to get to the bottom of things, and Zahir comes in, and he's like, "Bitch, it's over for you." With the guy who has the Janeway hair. Yeah. Um, back in sick bay, um, someone comes in. Mine just says Cass. Cass comes in <laughs> to find Banana unconscious. <laughs> Thank you, voice to text. Lord um, Byron, right? <laughs> oh, Balana. Oh, sorry. Balana. I said banana. <laughs> banana. Oh, you're wearing a banana dress. I know. I'm team banana. <laughs> I'm team banana. <laughs> I'm not sure if the screenshots I took earlier are going to show the dress. No, they won't. But okay. people will know. Okay. Anyway, um, Kess goes to the holodeck to find that chaos reigns supreme on the, on the holodeck luau. They're truly like, they're at the resort and everyone is just... Oh no, um, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Torn to shreds. I've lost audio. I. <gasps> oh, wait. I've... Hold on. My oh no, wait, what happened? Oh no, wait, hold hey, on. Siri. Hold on. FaceTime Cat Can Deerfield. You f- please FaceTime Sam Hickman. I don't I don't actually know how to use FaceTime. Oh voice no. Lines. I have to make oh, no. That's, and that's why I said oh, it so here we awkwardly. Go. I never do this. Uh, Hello. You know how oh, I, I said I spilt tea on my phone <laughs> and then the bottom the bottom left hand it decided to press the mute button. <laughs> So next time we don't panic. Next time we don't panic, I just unpress the mute button. I was so I was so scared because I was just like waving at the screen like, oh no, oh no, I can't hear you, I can't hear you. But I forgot that you could hear me. There was no reason to, to suspect that you couldn't hear me, but I was just like gesturing wildly. I was so worried that it was like something serious. Oh no, oh no. <laughs> like there's a, there's a man behind you. I was saying, oh, oh, no, oh no. I'm going to get lucky. Oh my god, okay, everything is fine. Deep breath. Anyway, (laughs) the doctor kidnaps Cass. um, And uh, he's like, my plan is working perfectly. 
have you ever said my plan is working perfectly to someone? Um, and it does seem like you are not doing well mentally, <laughs> but you think your your plan's working perfectly. Um, I don't think I have. Have you? Yes, many times. <laughs> um, unfortunately. Anyway, um, I, ass- I assume this new doctor is called Eric. Uh, he just has Eric vibes. Okay. Anyway, um, I think he killed that guy as they go to the transporter room and he shoots him with a phaser. He never gets mentioned again. Definitely killed someone. Wild. He he definitely (laughs) killed someone. Anyway, um, they notice the beam out on the bridge. Um, and they're going to get to the bottom of things yet again. Um, and do you think the doctor in 3000 and late have to like learn all the species or do you think they just like learn some of the species? They like specialize in one or two. I'm so sorry. I, I missed, <laughs> I must have zoned out. Who knows all the species? Do you think that that 3000 and late oh, doctor oh, 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 okay. as like a medical profession, sorry, like yeah. Starfleet, they have to learn like a lot about all of them. I think. Or do you they... think they like specialize and then they have like a couple that are? I don't know. That's a very interesting question. I mean, Janeway mentions having taken Klingon physiology at the academy in this episode, which I was very intrigued by because I was like, why was Janeway taking like physiology? like advanced physiology at all but I don't know maybe she is a science girl she is a science girl that's true maybe she maybe she took it as a goof class (laughs) um I don't think I did zone out. I think I just wasn't following what you were saying. <laughs> All the words went in, but I couldn't put them together. I mean, it's been a dramatic, I think, 60 <laughs> seconds. It's been a very traumatic really minute looking, and a half. I'm really looking forward to editing that. <laughs> You're welcome. Just me anyway, suddenly screaming over you. Oh, no. <laughs> back at the lodge, the doctor gives yet another monologue. Um, <laughs> and Kess is like, people are nice. Um Jenna has locked down good perim- perimeter. Janeway has locked down the perimeter. Thank you, speech to text. And the doctor is like, I will kill you. <laughs> and then he starts doing a, um, a Ben Affleck Batman voice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's truly like, I will kill you. That's not it. But, you know, um, they trap the doctor and Cass. And he's like, he's like, you know, he's like degrading as... as as most of our lives are. Yes. Um, and he's like, and Kes is like, you're trying to protect me. And then he jumps off the cliff. This episode is a full goof and they beam him up. Oh, um, I laughed out loud. Oh, truly. <laughs> At the doctor and Kes like landing in the transporter bay and then going, go. <laughs> it really made me laugh. Um, and he's magically back to normal. Valana Slater in sick bay <laughs> deletes all the extra personality, and um, Sa- Cass says she's staying. And you, and you, and you, you're gonna love me. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> I haven't watched Dreamgirls. I'm just, I, I'm just feeling something. Um, the doctor does like a little prom. Oh, Mom. he says like a little, yeah, he's like, the lady's improving so much that oh, she gloats. Oh, oh, remember the prom? Uh, I, wish I, I hope James Corden wins. Um, <laughs> I hope he wins. I hope he wins. Good luck to her. Um, anyway, he does a little poem at the end of the episode and he's like, 
when I lay me down to sleep, I pray the Lord my soul will keep, you know? Mm. Anyway, end of episode. <laughs> no, isn't he reciting the Hippocratic Oath? Yes, but okay. I, it sounds more like a little poem. Sometimes I'm just like... <laughs> what is doctors? <laughs> what is happening? Um, yeah. The endless chaos that is not only this podcast, but this podcast trying to review an episode that was goofy. It was a goofy episode. It was a goofy episode. I loved episode. it. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was also like, I was rather like, what is happening? Like, after the last couple weeks of being like, an enemy is coming. Yeah, every, yeah. Like, the plot is moving. Yeah, nothing happens in this episode. I mean, a ton happens in this episode, but it's... I, what. What I I think we've already talked about this, but a nothing happens episode is where from the beginning of the episode to the end of the episode, nothing of consequence has actually taken place. Like yeah. the plot remains the same. But should um, we have a have a name for that? Should that be like a Meredith episode? Um, maybe. Well, let's workshop that. <laughs> Wait, what is the character? And should we call it like a Harry Kim episode or something? Um. Because I feel like we have had absolutely zero Harry Kim episodes from start to finish. We we had the because one episode... of this exciting gossip. We oh yeah, know. we because he wasn't in the last two episodes, and I read somewhere. Did we already talk about this on the podcast? I no, we talked yeah. about it after the podcast, <laughs> the, which is he said in an interview at some point that they wrote him out of a couple of episodes because he kept showing up to work late. <laughs> and they were then they were thinking about cutting him from the show entirely. Um, which is a wild juicy bit of gossip because yeah they were apparently at this stage they were not sure they knew they were going to write out one character because spoiler alert there's a new character joining the crew um, in the next season who's that? I don't know we'll have to find out stay it's tuned baby everyone. Ethel Merman it's not baby <laughs> Ethel Merman I get no cake from champagne but at this stage they were not sure whether they were going to write out Cass or Harry Kim and apparently that was partly because Garrett Wang kept not turning up to set. <laughs> Shocking of all the people. Um, but yes, uh, well, we'll think we'll think about what to call it. Um, yeah, who doesn't have much of a character arc on this on this cast? I mean, everybody gets episodes, but like, I mean, Tuvok doesn't really have an arc, you know. Like, yeah. he has great episodes, but he doesn't really like. I mean, why mess with perfection? Well, exactly. Um. But I don't want to call it a Tuvok episode. I, There's got to be like a tertiary, ep- like like a Hogan episode or something. I don't know. Uh, yeah. There's there's got to be like a character that's constantly mentioned but absolutely never gets anything done. Oh, a Mary Weissman? No, that's the Ensign woman who Wildman? plays Tilly. There you go. <laughs> Ensign Wildman. And Ensign Wildman. Should we call it a Wildman episode? Yeah, let's call it a Wildman episode. Because... She's like there, but we have absolutely no, yeah, she's no always, idea what she's, she's up there. to. She's there. Um. Yeah, I mean, sorry. Speaking of speaking of Tilly on Discovery, though, um, Cadet Tilly, Cadet, Cadet, whatever. Um, what a Meredith, right? What a Meredith! <laughs> I love it. What a Meredith! I love it. <laughs> anyway, I absolutely love her. I I love I love the the, the characters on Discovery. It's great a characters. good show. It's a great show. I don't know why it took me so long to start watching it. <laughs> well, good things take time. Things take time, right? Anyway, um, should we get into some? Yes, segments? let's do some segments. Wigs. Wigs. Um, the cast jumpsuits in this. Oh, yeah. What is... What? I loved them. Okay. Because <laughs> they were like, she's she's grown. She's a businesswoman. Yeah. She goes for walks in woods <laughs> with her lover. Yeah. Um, 
I liked the purple one with, with that was weird, and I liked the red one with the weird sleeve body situation. Yes, the I think they were like testing out how to make seven of nine costumes. I think oh. that was probably what, it, and they were like, <laughs> "We'll do one in red." I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't well, know. This, We've got yeah. But the red one kind of looked like it was a crop top over a jumpsuit. It was oh. weird. I mean, it didn't. It wasn't, but like it, it, it had like a weird it was shape like a to it. Corset. It was like a weird like. She had like, two red ones, didn't she? There was one with like a sleeve to here that was like an overshirt. Oh, maybe it was the same one, and I just looked at I it. I wasn't paying that angles. much attention. I, I was, know. I was just excited to, you know. My 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 notes under wigs say nose things, doctor cape. This. We, <laughs> he really went Phantom of the Opera. He was like, I need a cape. <laughs> he, went, he ran. He didn't walk. He ran to the replicator and, the, and was like, I need a cape. I need also, a velvet cape. A red please. velvet cape. I'd love to have been in the meeting where they decided that he was going to wear a red cape rather than the more kind of traditional snooping around and killing people black cape. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's a flamboyant doctor. Yeah. He's a flamboyant villain. Was it even crushed velvet? It might... It, it looked like it might have been crushed velvet. It truly, it <laughs> has that kind of vibe. Yeah. Um, the aliens had nose things. That was that was my only other note. What was the nebula in this episode? Stay out of the nebula. nebula. Oh, the darkness of the human soul. Oh. This is a bit of a what is death episode, which are, those are never my favorites. Is it? Well, it's not, but it's it's like what is the nature of existence yeah (laughs) yeah what um what yeah what do you think the nebula was i think the nebula is um when will cast bang um (laughs) maybe that's maybe that's the nebula oh boy we're about to get into some some wild territory here (laughs) in this this season it's gonna get how would you rate this episode i'm gonna give this episode three out of five hypo sprays because oh. nothing actually happens in it except that Bolana gets assaulted again by another member of the crew. Exciting. And and they someone really dies. To... Maybe they never Maybe. mention it. Oh yeah. Well, he did say it is set to kill. Oh boy. So, Wild. if looks could kill, the doctor would um, be there to Hippocratic oath or whatever. <laughs> I would rate this a seven out of ten. Um, Zaheer, take me. Take me on that walk. I'll pretend that you're interesting, please. <laughs> Actually, no, I, I'd rate it a 7 out of 10 Janeway having to listen to that travel guy talk about his day or whatever. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Right. Great. Um, Should we do a segment from the Voyager Bible? Oh, I. Mm, do we have time? I don't actually I don't know I don't think we had this is running a little long um well I mean I have been um I have been sexy whisperer and um you know friend Sam Hickman and I've been Kat Deerfield and this was women talking talking about about Star Star Trek Trek Voyager Voyager. goodbye everyone follow us on social media at WTAS TV bye bye They say in space no one can hear you scream The star bleeds one hell of a place But now we've come to the end of our show Did you survive or will you die in disgrace?